What's going on? Matt Savoka here from Awesomeo.com, filling in for my buddy Josh Engelman as I do every Saturday and bringing you my top plays on FanDuel for this four-game slate to start off the first round of the NBA playoffs. An exciting four-gamer, three of the Western Conference series kickoff today and of course Luka Doncic being out definitely puts a damper in this first game the Utah Dallas game but we still got a great lineup of games before we get into this one though go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channel hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me Matt Savoka a follow on Twitter at Draftaholic that's always much appreciated as well also want to give a huge shout out to our presenting sponsor No House advantage check out the ad at the bottom of the screen there when you sign up for no house advantage to play all those prop based contests over there use promo code awesome to get up to a 25 first match deposit bonus easy as that okay guys on the screen here you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays for this four game slate carl anthony towns yeah the salary is a lot and really that's why he's down there but his optimal lineup percentage does not truly indicate the type of ceiling he has I really love some of the individual prop lines. The overs, I should say, like over 9.5 rebounds. One of my favorite props of the day. He's in the optimal lineup nearly 30% of the time. Tied with Jaron Jackson Jr., who he's a decent play. I certainly like other bigs better than him, but he's still in the optimal lineup a solid 30% of the time. Ninth overall on this FanDuel slate. Desmond Baines up at 34%. That's kind of interesting. Dinwiddie, more interesting over on DraftKings, where he is a real value. Obviously, with Doncic out, he is going to play much, much more, not entirely necessary on the FanDuel slate. And then coming in at six, in with 36% chance of being in the optimal lineup, it's Ja Morant. He's slowly working his way back. It's great to see him playing already, but that right knee soreness continues to be a worry. He's 8,800, not too expensive. His median projection is really, really solid here. He obviously could have a huge game here. 36 and a half minutes is our median projection, and 47 fantasy points will take it a five percent chance of scoring 65 plus really strong ceiling here for Morant obviously he doesn't quite crack the top five though who does let's watch and find out at number five, it's Toronto rookie wing Scotty Barnes. He's going to play plenty. We've got him projected for nearly 39 minutes. And so when you're at 39 minutes of playing time and you got the usage that a player like Barnes does, even if a player like Van Vliet is taking a ton of threes and there's others having their own games, production is going to come for Scotty Barnes. 15 points, nearly eight rebounds, and nearly four assists is our median projection. He hits that GPP goal of about 42 points, a solid 20% of the time, a 13% chance of scoring 45 points. I am not surprised to see that optimal lineup percentage creeping towards 40% for the Toronto Raptors wing here. He's a pretty good play on this FanDuel slate. That's why he comes in at number five. At number four, it's Nikola Jokic. I think he has the highest ceiling of any player on the slate. Joel Embiid could have a huge game. Carl Anthony Towns, John Morant absolutely could have monster performances. When you're talking absolute ceiling, no one even touches Nikola Jokic. He could break the slate as he often has in the past. We've got him up at 38 minutes here. That's around actually what he's been playing down the stretch in terms of playing time. 29 points would not be surprised if we saw him go over 30 here in 
game one. 15 rebounds as a median projection. It's not unreasonable. I can't believe it. It is not unreasonable for a player like Jokic, and then he'll probably add plenty in the passing game. Right now, we got him up around eight assists and 61 points as a median projection. Nearly a third of the time, he's scoring 65-plus fantasy points. Just nobody like him. He is in the optimal line of 41% of the time. At number three, it's 76ers star Joel Embiid, and he's basically got the same exact optimal lineup percentage as Jokic. We're talking decimal points separating the two. MB could have a monster, monster performance here against Toronto. And the salary considerations here on FanDuel, you're talking about 11-3 in salary instead of 12K and a ridiculously high 60-point median projection. A monster series is going to happen for Embiid here. And I love a ton of the overs on his prop lines, especially when you consider the fact that we got 38 minutes projection for him in this game. 34 points, 12.5 rebounds, and 3.7 assists, 1.6 blocks as well. Embiid is going to have a great game. I prefer Jokic today, but the optimal lineup percentage says it's a true toss-up. Embiid comes in at number three. At number two, it's Memphis wing Dylan Brooks. And how can you not be excited for this Memphis-Minnesota game? By far the highest total game on this four-game slate, 236 and a half. That is a massive total. So we want a part of it, especially at low salary. That helps us get up to the superstars like your Joel Embiid, like your Nikola Jokic. You always have to have these value plays. 33 points, we'll take it from a 5,200 salary player. We just need 40 to 45 to feel really Really good about him in GPPs. And we've got him projected up for 33, maybe 33 and a half minutes here for the Memphis player. 21 points is not unreasonable as an expectation. Neither is four rebounds or three assists. A really solid overall game from this 5,200 salary player would help you a whole lot in tournaments. The ceiling is somewhat limited, but we're still seeing a 13% chance of him scoring 45 points. We'll take it. A 44% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Now, before I reveal my number one play on FanDuel for this Saturday slate, just want to remind you guys, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Savoca, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that's always much appreciated as well. Also want to give a huge shout out to our presenting sponsor, No House Advantage. Make sure when you sign up to use promo code AWESOMO to get up to a $25 first match deposit bonus. Beat your friends, not the house, but they've got all the same capabilities you're used to from the big DFS sites. Huge prize pools, huge winnings up top. It's a great place to play definitely check out No House Advantage today. Okay, guys, let's get into my number one play on FanDuel for this Saturday slate. And at number one, Minnesota point guard Patrick Beverly. This is all about salary-based considerations. We just need 35, 38, 40 points, and we are golden at 5K in salary. Beverly's going to play plenty, right? In this super high total game, I mentioned it, 236 and a half is by far the highest total game in this four-game slate. We got him projected up at 34 minutes, so if he can produce, especially in the rebounding and assist department, and maybe a little on defense, now we're talking, especially when you consider that low salary. It is basically a coin flip chance that Patrick Beverly, because of that salary, is in the optimal lineup. Does he have a huge ceiling? No. In less than 10% of our simulations is he scoring even 45 fantasy points. Do you need that ceiling from players like Embiid or Jokic? Absolutely. But when we're looking at optimal lineup percentage, we're looking at that top value play, 
There is no one like Patrick Beverly. I am not playing Beverly and Brooks in the same lineup, but one or the other is going to be in a ton of lineups. Beverly, because of his salary-based considerations, comes in at number one. And that is going to do it for my top plays on FanDuel for this Saturday, April 16th, 2022 slate. If you're looking for the DraftKings version of this video, it's around here somewhere. Go ahead and look for it on the channel. We will be back, and Josh will be back with the Contenders videos all playoffs long. Until next time, I'm Matt Savoka. We'll see you guys later.